You are horrible. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like, oh, the last one. So, what was that picture about? The men that are un uh, emotionally unavailable. Yeah, why do you think that happens? Because they're told little kids not to cry and stuff. That's what the picture said. Did you used to hear that about boys? Yep. I did too. I used to think he was a punk if you cried as a man. Yep. It was actually weird to see my granddad cry when my grandma died. Like when he, he like, was we were sitting at the table and he's, he's not mean, but you know how some people in your family have that persona of don't mess with him or he goes to work, don't play, oh, granddad around, everybody sit like this and as soon as he go upstairs, they're like, ah, and then when he come back down, it's like everybody be, that's just his persona. So when we were sitting there after she died, that joint was so uncomfortable, but comfortable at the same time. I was happy I got to experience that because I never saw him vulnerable at all. But he was like, I miss my wife. And I'm looking at him like, okay, look. And I had to coach myself to be compassionate. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I had to really coach myself. Why is that? Why do you think people do that? Do you think it's just, a, do you think at all it's a black thing or do you think it's a man thing? I think it's a man thing. It's like a gender thing. Like, the man supposed to be tough and strong and not show emotion. But to me, you have strength if you are able to, to share, show, and be in control of your emotions. And it's like crying is healthy. Like, you need to experience some emotions so you don't keep all this stuff bottled up and then they come out. People think you're crazy. It's like, know that you just didn't deal with your emotions properly. So, the, yeah, I don't agree. Like, when they tell like little boys don't cry and all that kind of stuff like no cry I, I know when I have children one thing I want to do with them is just to make sure that they understand that having an emotion or having emotion period is healthy right and it's like well let's talk through this like why what do you think made you feel this way could you have control what made you feel this way do you like this feeling do you mind this feeling like and just like talk them through as they can understand it instead of just like hearing don't have it it's like and then it's like they go through life and anytime that emotion will come up and they just like try to suppress it it causes more problems down the road you think that's generational too yep absolutely and i think that now that more of us are like going to therapy and like unlearning things that we were taught as children that we're going to see less and less of that as the generations move forward yeah i agree i definitely agree i think me having sons is what helped me because but I definitely used to be a yeller. I ain't gonna lie. Me becoming a child provider was the best thing for my kids and me. But like little things, like even to the point where I want to stop That would be nice if they were our sponsor. <laughs> and they like get a like shout out because we know that only could be. It is cute. It's like Metro. Yeah, it's way better than the old one. 
So becoming a provider helped me really with my kids because I remember the day that I took my class, the day before that, after that, because it's like you can take a week or two weekends. So I did the week to get it out the way. And I remember there was a part in the day, and the day before that, Zakir was trying to get his shoes on, but I was rushing. And I was like, just let me do it. And then the very next day in class, they were talking about when the kids, when you were in a rush, it's very important to make sure that you allow the child to have their moments when they really want to try something, like tying their shoes, brushing their teeth, they got to go to the potty and they make a mistake. That those are the moments that are so crucial to not, like, let me show you that because what it's teaching the kid is that only mommy can do it or mommy does it better or the adult does it better and I was sitting in class like oh god like I probably traumatized these poor babies but you know again not not that it was a bad thing but it was a blessing to have that and also reading the secrets of happy families they say 80% of most families have some form of dysfunction and this book changed my whole dynamic of how I raised the boys. I am more cautious when it even comes to face them. Like, I tried to make sure that... What did I read? I read something. Or maybe you even told me. Like, when they're crying... No, I was, I was watching something. And then, like, when you're yelling at the kid when they're crying, not realizing that the kid actually is not even hearing you. They're no. too busy in the emotion. And you're teaching them. Huh? And you're also teaching them. If, you're, if he's yelling and you're yelling, you're teaching him how to react to the moments when someone's frustrated. Yeah. So I, so I, yeah, so I make it like when he is having, like, I, I like wait it out. And then, like, there's no point in me yelling with him or, like, asking him why he's crying. Because I'm like, I didn't, to me, like, that's before having, I didn't realize he didn't hear me. I mean, they barely listen now, but just the, just as a yelling at the child and telling them, like, what are you crying for? When they're not even listening to you at all because they're too busy dealing with the emotion. And really, you should be talking to them through it, right? Yeah. Well, it depends. Yes or no? Okay. It depends. Because I know, well, for me, I find it easier the more numbers that you have, right? It's, it's different when you have one kid because there's nobody to use as an example right but in my like when I work with my kids when one of them is acting crazy I completely ignore him as if it's not happening and I focus in on the other one because the other kids you know if because if, the moment that you feed into the kid and he feels because kids will use their cries for control and they their, their main objective is not to get over, but they're human beings that don't know how to control their emotions. Right. And so they're going to try to get what they want. So they know if I make this sound, mothers, and you can test it as, and you will one day when you have kids, you're going to be able to know the difference between a cry. Right. You'll know if he's crying because he's hungry, if she's crying because she's wet, because she'll be like an aggravated shit, like not a like, eh, you know, you know when he's being a total butt much because he'll for real if you notice they'll start getting higher the more you ignore them like one of my kids yeah I see he'll look at me and go so I stare at him like oh, okay alright and then when I take my attention from him he'll go louder but the thing is that all parents gotta remember you can't cry forever Yeah. you're gonna get tired Yeah. you'll even damn near about to pass out cough you're gonna be inflicting that harm on yourself right. if you're throwing a tantrum I do look by that 
Huh? I do live by that. I'm like, yeah, like, forever. I'm not going to, because that's rewarding bad behavior. Kids love attention. They want attention, just like men. Just like, you know, adults want attention just as bad as women want attention, right? I mean, women. Kids want attention. But kids will do anything, including good and bad behavior. So it's just a matter of knowing those cries and knowing when it's a, a distress cry. If he's trying to communicate to you, because he can't talk, they can't talk. At some point they will, but if they can't talk, then they might be like, eh. <laughs> you know, they try to com- they're gonna try to communicate. But to not say that they can cry, that's why I love Daniel Tiger. I know that's like way young. But they talk about emotions a lot. Like, it's okay to feel angry. I think children need to know, especially boys, like we were talking, they need to know it's okay to be angry, it's okay to be sad, it's okay to have these emotions. But the part that separates you from being a baby and a big boy or a big girl or an adult or adolescence is being able to control it. That's really what responsibility is. Responsibility is nothing more than your resp- ability to respond. Right. And there's levels. But some people still black out and throw tantrums as adults for dumb yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, and again, let me just preference that. To some people it might be dumb. To other people it might not be dumb. I guess it depends on your... Maturity your maturity and what you've experienced in life. Because some people haven't experienced enough life to know that they ain't going through shit. Yeah, it's all about your perspective. Yeah, like some people might look at that they're behind and bills a week as a problem, right? Yet there's some people who who live in a box. You know what I'm saying? So, or like how they say the man without without a car looks at the man with the car like, oh my God. And then the man who, um, the man on the bike looks at the guy who's in the car and it's like, damn, I wish I had what he had. But then the guy who don't have feet is looking at the guy with the bike like, damn, I wish I had feet. Well, I could at least ride the bike. And then there's some people who don't got nothing. Legs, arms, and they be happy. Like, they still... Like, there's a guy who's a public fucking speaker. He has no arms or legs. I forget his name, but I've met him in person. No arms, no legs. And you would never know that he didn't live and had got a wife, kids. <laughs> like, people don't forget how powerful they are. But it's because of these kind of things where you talk. Really yeah, his parents probably tell him, like... It might be a thing for you, but I think one, I think an area where I messed up, not messed up, that I'm constantly trying to correct with my kids is them to know it's okay to make a mistake. Because I know I got that on me growing up, where it's it's two parts to it. It's not a negative, but all the times where it makes you kind of like somebody who just wants to do stuff, but then it can also make you fearful to do stuff because you don't want to make a mistake so it's so many different things little small things that we don't realize that can really affect them but our men need to know they can cry real men cry not real men 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 who have who are emotionally in tune cry because you could be a real man that don't know that you can cry and they don't necessarily not make you a man well said thank you because it because again, if you don't know, you don't know. And you can't. I don't like penalizing people for that when they don't know. Only when your ass know. That's when you're stupid. It's like <laughs> for real. Because some people just don't know. Like imagine if you was raised by wolves, you still know that you're not supposed to come in here. Like I don't know what that lady went through at the event we had last Sunday, but she ain't know not to take five plates. 
<laughs> she did. It's no way she could have not known that. And you know, we used to joke about you know when people would do that, but and she wasn't invited either. That's the part that that's the cherry on top. It's one thing if you just greedy, you were invited, and that's still a topic. But if you weren't invited, she did a poetic justice. Remember poetic justice? See, I know another movie. <laughs> Remember poetic justice when Tupac and Janet crashed that cookout? But at least they were. Black. She wasn't even black. She was like, I don't care. I'm caring, and I'm coming to get y'all food. I've actually never seen that movie. <sighs> Have you seen Poetic? Now I have y'all experience, or yours for sure, where she'd be like, did you watch this? She'd be like, what? I'm just like, what? where did you go wrong? Poetic justice? Not where you go wrong in life. What happened? Wait, have you seen any Tupac movies? So my dad, so I grew up and I couldn't really watch a lot of movies. Oh, I never like indulged, like when I was able to watch movies. You didn't go and like, let me watch that movie. No, I wasn't. I mean, Boomerang was, I guess, uh, one of my first rated R movies that I watched. Boomerang was a good movie. The whole It's a great movie. Wait, is that with Eddie Murphy? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So that was like... Huh? I always think about women's feet when I think about that movie. That's, he thought that was so important. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe one day I will go back and watch it. Wait, so have y'all watched any Tupac movies? I've seen Juice. Oh, he's a hell of an actor. He's a great actor. Great, great actor. He was like, I got the juice. Well, no, he didn't have the juice at the end. It just ended sad. It was just like, I don't like movies where there's like a steady decline. Like American Gangster, it's like you can see like a, a thread that's on a sweater. Yeah, That's a great movie. Yeah. A thread on a sweater and they, somebody pulled a thread and you just see it unravel. The part unravel, that's sad unravel, though, unravel. that's true. Isn't that a true story? Yeah, I watched a documentary with Frank Lucas the other day. He was on there telling all his business. Yeah, that's how super the new Superfly, the, the up to date Superfly movie. That's how it was. It's like somebody pulled a thread, and you just kept seeing like all the stuff just unraveling. Like at least kept going downhill. That's like oh, this is so tragic. Mm. Movies like that kind of mess with me a little bit. It's like oh. So have you seen Minister Society? No. Yeah, you don't need to watch that. Either. You never seen that either? Oh wow. See, I think that's where I got cut off from movies. Like, though, that Minister Society will have you in the life. Oh my god, no! Here we go! Another moment for our sponsors, Amtrak. <laughs> <laughs> See how short that was? So the trains be different sizes. Summer cargo, summer passengers. That must have been a cargo one. That was a long ass train. Have you ever taken a trip by train? Once, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not far though, from Jersey to Philly. No, I've been I from here to DC, from Danville to DC, Illinois to Alabama. Damn, that's what twenty-four hours? That had to be twenty-four motherfuckers. <laughs> it's eleven hours to Alabama from here. That's where we came from. It took him nine hours to get here. Damn, what a train! Yeah, I took a train from here to New York. That was eight. 14 hours. That, oh, I think my mom's in like flying. Some trains are really sexy though. The price make it. Make well, this one looks bigger because they have the breakfast on there. Yeah, that's there. what I'm saying. Some are like cute, you know. 
Yeah, and it's like less security. Like you can show up 20 minutes before your train get there and just walk right in. And just sit down and yeah. just let's go through the food. whole motion. Yes. I love flying, but you do forget the process sometimes. I, I mean, you don't forget it, but I love, I do prefer flying. However, the steps, it ain't no joke. No, and it's just like, what can you bring in carry on? What can you bring in check bag? You gotta go to baggage claim and everything is far. You gotta walk. TSA, make sure you're not carrying anything. Like, like I one time I was through. gonna bring Bud because I used to have a good run before everything started getting legal. Oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but anyway, I remember something told me, or my big Bentley, don't take that on to Raleigh. Now I've done, went through that airport many times. And that day that I didn't go, they had the dogs right in the middle going back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, I'm glad I listened to whoever told me that. I don't know who it was. I was thinking I was super fly. I remember my um, mom, she went to, uh, we were going to the airport. And I forgot what she had. It was something she couldn't carry through. And the verbiage that she decided to use. She's like, I'm not going to stab anybody. <laughs> oh, you can't say stuff like that. On a plane? Like, we're in the airport. You can't say that. No. I want to say it was like some type of kid or something. She like was going to. That's like, a movie, too. She's like, I'm not going to stab anybody. I'm like. Oh, because she had a pocket knife? She had something. I want to say something <laughs> like into sewing or something like that. She had something. Oh, crochet baby. Something where I'm like, you almost. Yeah, no, black, people are, on the plane. black people are so dope. You know the crochet needle. I didn't realize it's the same crochet needle we crochet our hair. It's the same crochet needle they use to crochet clothes. Yeah. You didn't know that? The, the hook thing, loop thing? That little yeah. hook loop? I used to make the little mats. I made a, a smiley face one time. I made an American flag. I always wanted to learn how to crochet. Wait, but they use... Yours look a little different. Not there's really. The, yeah, can, there's two different types. Like the con on the on the loom and like like what we use for it's hair. Like long, right? The one no. for the clothes is just a long stick. It's just one, and it doesn't have a, a like a handle. No, it doesn't have a handle. It's just like all metal, and that's what you use to make like the blankets. But to make like the carpets, that's the one you use, the same one you use for your hair. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Oh, that's J Cole. Yeah, this was a legal state. The only thing, let me not even say that. On to the next one. Yeah, your lesson for the week is not to say everything that comes to mind. I said that at practice. When I um said something that I was supposed to say. Yeah, you were standing next to coach and he kind of looked at you. He was like, "Oh, did I say that out loud?" No, yeah, I was like, "Damn, yeah, I didn't even say that." Because my leg be going numb, but I think I said, like, "God, my right cheek is numb," but it's. Just, not that I'm telling you, I'm just talking out loud. Yeah. Yeah, you're you need to have internal monologue. Your internal monologue is external. That's what makes I you talk to myself often. That's yeah, that's what that's the same thing. Your internal monologue is external. That's fine when you by yourself. When you're in public you gotta keep it internal. Cause like for me, I don't want everybody to know my thoughts because they're not all good. I don't either. So it's I just, just be like happens. And I just be you can see her face though. I'm like, I know where Jay just thought. You think you know. Yeah, I have a lot of internal thoughts. Me too, they just come out. No, I, I have to keep on with that. Because most of my stuff is inappropriate. You're a very observant person though. Yes. But you, I never, I knew that you were very observant.